0: So the UK election just happened and a lot of people in our spheres are quite disappointed about that. Ha- actually, yeah, what do you think about that? I imagine we had a pretty similar response.
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty uh, – it's tough it's when specific election results, um, obviously, you know, not having a horse in the race um, between either of those political parties, mm-hmm. I uh, – in the larger sense, I feel always bad when um, – Stuff like that happens because, uh, and you know, and seeing the outpouring of distress amongst my immediate social cohort because I'm pretty pretty solipsistic, Chris. You know, like to me, these uh, you know um, order of magnitude um, rollbacks of um, the political agendas, even ones that I'm super sympathetic to, over the course of human history, are just they're a big deal, but compared to um, just the f- specifics of what's happening in my life that week, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean the Kore- the local Korean place that I go to for lunch a lot of days just have like their Christmas stuff on, and they're not quite as good. Also, at one point, and nobody's like, talking about it. That's yeah, the worst thing. Most critically, I'm going to die one day, yeah. and uh, yeah, and just you, that's. I feel like that's the biggest thing that protects me from the slings and arrows of modern, uh, you know, like crises and disasters. Um, is that yeah, like. Sure, that's hard. That's really bad. But have you heard about the fact that I'm going to die at some point? <laughs> uh, why you such a defeatist in this? Uh, a defeatist about me dying. Yeah. You're right, Chris. Thank you for giving me this pep talk. I feel like I really, lately, I really was starting to slip into a valley of thinking that maybe I definitely am going to die at one point, and there's nothing I can do about it. But you're right. I need to. I need to rage against that. We can sort this out, listeners. If you have any concept for how I can. Uh, avoid the specter of the grim reaper. Um, please uh, visit our Facebook page um, or uh, just contact me uh, directly um, through uh, yeah, just the the immortality science society that I uh, will have started and um, put the details out for after this episode. Uh, also,
0: Christmas is a phenomena. Just trying to think of ideas that fall off of these things. What t- you know? What time
1: what were the what were the flashpoints around the election do you think? What were you, what were the biggest well, contesting ideas?
0: Um but uh I mean all the obvious ones of you know social safety Brexit and I oh, one that ties in um with Brexit and the huge result that the Scottish National Party yep. secured is, is nationalism. Mhm. Um that's pretty good. It is good. It's one I wanted to do further down the line, but I have no reason for wanting that. Should we do, Let's do nationalism. Christmas nationalism? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's,
1: it's Christmas in the nations.
0: Oh, I can't even believe I didn't connect these things before. When you were talking about death, you released that song, uh, which I was very lucky to be a guest singer on at the live performance, Merry Christmas, Let's Conquer Death. Oh, yes. Your yeah, Christmas ba- special. The
1: Baby Freeze charity single. Yeah. Yep. Um, maybe this Christmas we could talk about. Religion, Jesus, uh, maybe just uh, yeah, Death. maybe just maybe just religion or faith. Faith is good. Let's do faith. Yes. Yeah. yeah All mean, right. We're gonna do faith. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Pinging through the ether, the ether like, like a, a giant emotion. emotion. There's lotion. There's lotion. Sometimes, sometimes commotion. Sometimes, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take, Take it, to ideas. it to the bank, ideas. All
0: right. Hello, dear listeners, wherever you are, welcome to Rank Ideas, the podcast where Nick and I rank ideas on a list. <laughs> it's perfect. It sounds so simple, but why is it so hard? Why aren't we done yet? <laughs> well, because it, you dorks out there have live in a world full of
1: ideas. Mm. Uh, really, this is, you know, part of this, like, is just us in a really Gen X sarcasm way, just holding up a mirror to the fact that you guys are so into your ideas, and, uh, but seemingly really resistant to catalogue them on one master list.
0: Until now, I assume everyone's embraced this idea by the time this recording goes to air. Thank you for it. The final few, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll <laughs> pretend to be gracious.
1: <laughs> uh, we're doing Faith. Uh, I'm super excited. Mm, um, I guess it would be nice. Yeah, um, very persistent uh, topic in, like, like, um, weirdly still one of the most common, uh, like, story Engines or like story themes in like most media, like right. Considering uh, how what do you suppo- mean? I don't think it's weird, but uh, well, just just considering you're right. I think it's yeah. I, I, I was it's an using, using a cheap rhetorical pose there. Um, I feel like considering how supposedly secular um, modern our uh, modern media is, modern media storytelling is um, the idea of like just again and again and again and again. Um, right up there with. Um, Starcrossed lovers or, um, you know, the chosen one narratives. Um, I just see so many stories that are about the power of faith, about leaps of faith, I guess, specifically. Um, the idea of it coming down to the idea of it's like, oh, but this seems like a comically unreasonable thing to do uh, and the rules aren't clear. Um, and, and the answer is, you know, that character, what they seem to need in terms of the sense of what the story is demanding of them to need is to take a leap of faith. I think that's there's something that's also compelling about um, stories that are, that are on the tail
0: end of someone who's you know used their faith to do something that would otherwise be unreasonable, but been successful, had an outlier success as a result. You know, like I, I just pick Lord of the Rings or something. You know, like <laughs> I pick the true story of yes. the Lord of the Rings. Yes, where you that know, Ring Lord. Yeah, Frodo. He, um, you know, he's the smallest person and he's got no particular power, but he just keeps on plugging away and um and at the end there's that huge battle that all the powers of the world are having just to distract, just it, everybody's just in the, the blind hope that something might come off when, when, of course, like it's not an interesting story if the end point of that is everybody dies <laughs> as expected exactly, or whatever, you know, because their belief didn't sail them through. It's, And, and there, are, there are real, I guess it's, it's, these are hyper stylization, stylizations of real world um, scenarios where people do, like their faith does see them through, uh, huge outlier odds
1: and things like that. And uh, here's where I'm going to start and I love, because I think we've had some good uh, times on the podcast so far. We've had some good times. We've had some good times on the podcast, so uh, specifically so far on the podcast, talking about, um, yeah, starting from a... From an extreme position and maybe and arguing from there, uh, my I'm really happy to say that my default sensibility in the world is that narratives of faith are garbage and bad oh, and great and, and should be yeah and should be excised from. So I'm excited to see how wrong I might end well, I, up feeling. I'm at the other the end.
0: I, I feel like uh, narrative narratives of faith. I can agree with you that they're garbage and bad in that they are not um, based on some measurable measurable reality or typically Mm. um but i think that the role that those narratives play are essential in achieving certain um human leaps and bounds uh, 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 both both individually and across society and i guess a lot of those leaps and bounds have been completely disastrous and and ruinous for for everybody but
1: i i don't think that um it's less, I mean, I'm less than the thing of thinking like, oh, human achievements have been bad and we shouldn't have happened them. I mean, mm. human achievements have had a buck wild mix of results, yeah. but for me, it's more about the idea. Um, my, I think where I want to start as a hard position and see if I can be argued away from is the idea that um, the, the, the story and the idea of faith has um, many insidious impacts in terms of, again, yeah. similar to when we were talking about authority and the downsides of that the idea of being able to abstract um your reason and your otherwise you know on on board ability to realistically assess uh and usefully assess what's going on um yep. uh, being able to abstract that or ab- or abdicate that into a larger narrative that then allows you to do a bunch of um things that are just, yeah just that just that create bad outcomes or create bad outcomes for other people and i feel like the upside of faith, the idea of being able to take leaps of optimism or leaps of, um, yeah, just just leaps of sustained effort that wouldn't um, be, you know, that uh, you wouldn't might not do in the grimace reading of reality. Actually, that you don't need faith for that. Is it? But I you think
0: I think there's more than that because there's a ho- there's a there's a whole uh, set of behaviors that people wouldn't do if if they didn't have a certain faith. Not as in. Um, uh, but like Because there are things that happen that are... Um, so people can do deeds to help others that are punishing to themselves mm. um, and because they have this anchor of there's some overall reward or like some... Oh God, I, I cannot believe I'm entering this terrain. I think I'm just doing it to be an antagonist to you so because good. I never believe this stuff in my normal life <laughs> at all and, and I'm constantly critical of it. But, um, But I think that there are... There are forms of unreciprocated generosity that people do because they have some some sense that over time, like they have faith in some idea of a cosmic balance where there's some restoration for those good deeds. There's some faith that oh, it's actually worth it to be nice to people because it it's um, overall the most important thing to do, even though it comes at a personal cost to me. That's often a completely irrational thing to do um, and people only do it because of some faith. And I don't mean necessarily religious faith at all. Like, you know, there can be a humanism where it's like, mm. well, it's important not to let other people die because those other people could be really, um, you know, live rich lives and it's there's some intrinsic and in value in that value in that. I think that's not necessarily true at all, but uh, it's critical that people do that sort of work.
1: And this is, so this I think is, well, behavior. I think this is where I can be wedged. So my, f- that said, before I jump to that, the, we should do a bit of def- defining. Yeah. So the
0: defining of faith is, so could we t- are we talking capital F faith? So mind?
1: I think, uh, f- I think we talk uh, to me, the useful definition. Tell me if you think we need adjustment is uh, faith as in, in terms of acting, um, yeah, taking actions relative to a belief that has no uh, empirical foundation, like you know.
0: Yeah, so I, I just want to make sure that this inc- includes things like, um, you know, there's say there's been a, there's a war. You're split from your partner. Um, there's a refugee camp, but it's three and a half thousand kilometers to walk to, and you've been completely split. But you know that this place is there you're going to go a great cost, even though you could go somewhere much closer or something or live a different life because you have faith that they are going to do it as well. Even though you have no evidence that's still, there's that See, still
1: coverage. This is great. So I think this is why it's so easy for me to be anti-faith is <laughs> um, to me, that's just optimism. I think there's a, and I think a meaningful definition, I think you're right. I think people do think about that as faith. I think that is conceived of as faith. Mm-hmm. And I actually think my hunch is that there would be more utility, more better outcomes for more people. If you just finally made a hard break between the idea of uh, between the idea of faith, the idea of connecting to an ineffable, the, the idea of because um, yeah, uh, just investing in the idea of uh, good outcomes or or, uni- or some cosmic universal justice or some cosmic protection. Mm-hmm. like any magical thinking really, if you separated mm-hmm. that out um, and, and then just over here as a thing to keep, just the idea of the reasonable the reason, reasonableness and the cause for optimism. Like, and, and I say this, it's funny, right? Cause I, cause I, um, am a very, I'm a naturally optimistic person, not even like literally like my brain chemistry tends towards optimism in good and bad ways. Like it has, like anything, it has pros and cons. Like mm-hmm. I tend to, um, it's, it's, you know, in, in moments of crisis or stress or duress, there's a strong part of my wiring that is just instantly going, all right, how is this not so bad? How can I, how can this be fixed? What steps can I take? Mm-hmm. What are the, what are the elements in the world that can mean that there, there'll be good outcomes? I don't think of that as faith. I think of that as just um, assessing. I think of that as a, as just a, an ideation that can be supported or unsupported, and can be calibrated, like as in I think I'm naturally optimistic, and when I'm also realistic, I get good outcomes. Like when I'm optim, when I'm not just optim- When you blend the two, like when you, I blend, you're the optimistic
0: two. enough to be hopeful of t- t- facing the consequences yeah. of a risk, but. Um, you're basing your decisions around the parameters that you can measure. Because if
1: you use your analogy, like I, um, or your case study, sorry, it's if you're, if that, if the, if, if there's the notion that this, you know, that my spouse could be, if I have a reasonable expectation that it's possible that my, both my spouse and I would be making way headway to the same refugee camp, but I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know that uh, my spouse is my central value in life. And I know that it's, perfectly reasonably realistic thing that she would be doing that. Even if the odds, even if I definitely don't know, even if it's, even if it's the odds are dicey, there's a strong argument for walking to that refugee camp and being optimistic, uh, compared to other outcomes, depending, it would depend exactly what the risks were relative to what your life in the refugee camp would be. But I, but you know, I feel like a, you know, a blend of just assessing the world and then having a good handle on the reasons for optimism in the world. Um, is uh as as a reasonable response as reasonable as pessimism as reasonable mm. as uh cynicism um i feel like that's i feel like that's all you need and i feel and again this is my thing against i feel like i'm gonna often on this podcast come up as like the anti-magical thinking guy and i am but it's not because i don't think about it's you know as again i like i'm a you know, not because you're a
0: cynical anti-dreamer. No, There's I
1: mean I've, I'm very yeah. I'm a I am a constant dreamer, and um I believe in I believe in the constant singer indeed. I believe in the cause of I, I believe in the cause of the imagination. I believe in thinking wild, about wild fantastical things. I just don't th- uh, yet. Yeah, to me, the space for that is about yeah. It's about opening up your creativity and the imagine space. It's not about thinking that things that aren't the case are the case.
0: Well, th- this definitional distinction for me has is is the main uh that that line that you've d- determined there completely has me putting faith absolutely in the trash like i'm immediately want it to be last because I, if i think about the times in my own life where i've caused the most pain and received the most pain it has been entirely um uh other than sort of you know when you when you're powerless as, as a child yeah. but um as an adult it's, it's it's all been because of um having a, a mismapped expectation and and some sort of you know belief in a higher uh guider of behavior or something that is just not that that is not empirically based on any of the information that is at hand had i bothered to pursue it um yeah and and they're often uh you know things like the romantic narrative or um you know the 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 cause of 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 Good that is true to everybody. And yeah, just just yeah. because I wanted them to be true, of and, course. And, um, and the the and because there's a lot of heft
1: to their their repeated oh, narratives. Yeah, in their society. cultural weight is yeah, is yeah is
0: is in everything yeah. all the time. It's very hard to escape in a day.
1: We're going to rank a bunch of them.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> will it, will, <laughs> yeah, there's not a trash can big enough for all this. <laughs> um, and uh, the the gap of falling from those, the gap and the the shock of realigning. Uh, expectations to reality has been so so traumatic in each of those yes. in, in in the worst of those occasions that um uh every time i see people engaging in similar behavior i can't abide it and and have to out loud out loud intervene in which in ways
1: that i don't normally with you, other people you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of the discussion we were having at the start about the uk election in the teaser and I the real reason why I'm such a painful dickhead around stuff like that in terms of how I feel on the outer. I'm leaning in. Maybe there'll be a, a clue for me how to cure <laughs> you of this. Exactly. Is to cure you um, is because uh, of how 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 little a disruption to my sense of the world and what the world is or could be. These you know the results of you know mm-hmm. things like conservative parties winning elections are to me compared mm-hmm. to other people mm-hmm. uh, that I know mm-hmm. in my immediate sphere. Um, the and the reason. And you know, I've I've seen some savvy thinkers write about this in terms of class divide. If everything that I feel, a lot of the things that have made life easier for me have been about the 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 you know the thudding reality checks that have come into my life super young. You know, like yeah. I feel like the the real. Tr- I feel like you know people talk a lot about trial, childhood trauma. I the phenomenon I see a lot is just late teens, early twenties, mid twenties tra- trauma where people who have just yeah. internalized the idea that the arc of history bends towards justice and then have internalized a certain idea of justice. And then they get their first big, uh, welcome sense, to justice. Yeah. <laughs> or their first big sense that things just might not go that way and yeah. probably won't go that way. Yeah. Have a really have, tr- have trauma from that, have a traumatic experience. And, um, I'm both sympathetic to it. And then there's a part of me that's just eye rollingly judgmental of it as, and that's the jerky part because you know, it's always something where I'm just like, well, yeah, that was introduced to me at the age of four. And I'm sure I would, there'd be flips. There'd be things that I have internalized yeah, of course. where, yeah, they, where I would, be, I'm sure there are things where I'm running out into the street being like, guys, did you realize that blah? And people would be like, uh, yes, Nick, that's been a function of our lives directly in our face from the very moment we were born. Mm. And so to me, as you say, like part of it's, it's not exactly the same, but it's related to these ideas of these articles of faith. I mean, and you know, I don't, uh, to me, so one thing I'll say, I think I reckon this is actually less, I mean, I'm not religious. I don't believe in any of the religious idea, you know, conceptions of what's going on with reality, but this is actually, to me, this is less of uh a takedown or an aim taking at religion than it might sound because people who have literalist interpretations of their faith to any degree, as in where they think that's what's going on, that's not to me, that's that's they talk about that as faith, it's not, they have knowledge, they're not the knowledge in my assessment is wrong and its own problem. I see what you mean, but I, yeah. I actually,
0: I, 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 know I agree and, and know what you mean because I often feel that, um, when I see people uh behaving with faith but blind of the the, the rigorous uh, structures that um, religion has over the years at least been whittled against because there is a structure that is competing with reality constantly. Yeah. You know, that there has to be some framework to react to that. And I, I feel like, well, at least there's, you know, at least these people have to be accountable in some way for their mm. things. But when I when I see people make decisions because they, like like say, for example, I'm sorry to call you out here, mum. I'm not sure if you listen to the podcast, but okay. my mum will- Hi, Chris's mom. Op- Whenever things go badly with like the- Say say the government will do something that you know is n- not optimal against evidence, which can you imagine happens mm. pretty frequently. Um, she is so uh, sort of shocked. She's like, "How can they do that? They can't do that. That's not what they're they're meant to be doing. The right thing." I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, what planet are you living on? This just so, was, because she has this faith in systems and this yeah, faith in in certain things and 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 often people as well that that is just." Um, yeah, is is it's it's not part of a spirituality or anything. It's just no. it's just a o- overarching sort of philosophy. And
1: that's interesting. This kind of, and may, I'm sure I'm only taking aim at this because it's the one that's most immediately in my face day to day in terms mm-hmm. of the sort of people I know. Um, the but yeah, it's the I feel like the the greatest limitation of faith is observable observable in this sort of moderate defaulted underthought version. That's very mainstreamed, which is yeah, the idea of just having a basically just world ideation, yeah. um, a tendency towards yeah, just having a sense of solace based on a thing that you're not thinking about super deeply. And, um, yeah, to me, uh, a few examples would be people who go, people go, oh, I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. Mm-hmm. And as someone who is, would be very comfortable with all religions being removed from society, um, uh, retroactively to me that's more annoying than any of my problems with religion sensibility even though the outcomes aren't as bad they're just cringy rather than murder- murderous <laughs> oh, but well, it, it, to me it just feels like they're saying it's like oh, I want the solace of religion but not to have to think or do anything
0: but you know do you think that those people aren't entitled to have their own religion that isn't no, you're not saying about it's about entitlement. You're saying I don't it's not into. Yeah, yeah people, yeah. people don't deserve that's, or not deserve things. Sure, they, yeah. They can, it's I'm the wrong happy. framework.
1: They will do it. I won't stop them. I'm not going to get in their face. I'm going to complain about them on this podcast and to my friends, and that's it. Yeah. I just find it. Yeah. I think it's a bit. I just. I think the outcomes for them are going to be worse. Matt, um, I, like I
0: actually am not sure about that. That's that's something I want to interrogate perhaps in a different um, episode because uh, spirituality is one of those things that is consistently linked to happiness, higher happiness outcomes. Yes. And uh, I, and that that doesn't mean a religiosity at all. It doesn't mean um, a yoga cult either. But it, it there is something that there there's something in that. I think that is that is worth let's, it, let's, let's it,
1: face the facts and again I think there's a difference between just yeah between faith and religiosity um, religiosity is an extremely functional high functioning mindset for a lot of people as in it, yeah like the idea of having a sense of purpose a rule system with boundaries a, a tribal and community cohort rituals uh, rituals and yeah like uh, and just a lot of Um, cultural structure that gives you uh, momentum and resilience to to the things you're doing every day. Uh, You could argue the biggest, the big obvious catch of religiosity is that um, it's, all versions of it are designed to be exclusionary as well, and that you there's collateral, there's just a lot of collateral human damage. Um, this, uh, as in, yeah, the creation of those. It it it's all. Do you think that's pro-
0: true? I, I think any religion would be happy to take on 100 percent of. Oh, not not sorry, not any. I think there are many major religions that would be happy if tomorrow 100 percent of the global population were adhering.
1: I I know that they definitely they all self-conceive that way, but they wouldn't. They don't. That's not actually true because mm-hmm. they're because otherwise because fundamentally. The, let me put it this way: they they believe that's true because they mm-hmm. think that because, for instance, they might think it's like, oh yeah, no, we happily want we want sinners or transgressors uh, to join us and to, and to, but you know, all we all we ask of them is that they say that we're right and that they um, work hard to not do the things that we judge as sin, which is a very you know that just in practical terms it means like they might want 100, percent but they sure, pra- create. I see what you mean. The 100 can't be a part of the it. The
0: fact that they are. Exclusionary rules based on,
1: um, you know, things that
0: inevitably grind up in human communities.
1: Behaviors, and in a lot of cases, behaviors that people don't have as much control over as they're told that they do. I wonder, though, has
0: has there ever been a society, like, you know, sort of uh, at least internally where... I, mean, I think the answer could, must be no. But uh, I think it's I fun think, to think about. Has there ever been a I society where, be. where every where everyone is an inherent to
1: a religion and and nobody's excluded? Uh, oh, I'm sure because I mean it's cause it's love the I mean the nice thing is the reason that, you know, the fact is, the reason that all uh, um media depictions of oppressive regimes are a little bit reductive and flat is mm. that, you know, even in the most oppressive monocultures, yeah, there's still practically there are still people. You know, it's. I mean, it's just uh, part of it's just the mundane thing of the Overton window. Like every society allows for dissension. Yeah. But then the but then the dissension is uh, the matrix level. Well, it's it's yeah, exactly. It's defined by the idea space. Yeah. So people who are people are you know what dissenting what someone being the edge lord uh, contrarian in a society is completely you know might look really mild or really extreme to the yeah. society next to it. Yeah. Um. You know, it's one of the reasons we have to do this podcast. Uh. For everybody. <laughs> but yeah, it's um. But yeah, it's. Uh, Are we being remunerated for this gift? No, uh, no. This, but just, uh, until we rank remuneration, and if <laughs> it makes it into the uh, top two hundred, I think is the rule. Then, then they have to start paying us.
0: True, and I guess it would be, you know, say if there's like a spaceship with limited people going yep. to build this new perfect society with our top
1: ideas. It's I hard for them to make a case to exclude us. They're probably just gonna. They're probably just gonna take uh, a picture of us each, <laughs> <laughs> pin it to the window. That's it. Thanks guys. <laughs> Thanks for the next, but yeah, it's, um, <laughs> wow. So space age, totally. But like, um, but yeah, so coming back to, cause again, to me, there's not a lot of, I don't ha- have a lot of instinct to put religion squarely in my sights because to me, there's not a lot of, I don't actually make much practical distinction. I don't think there's a big practical distinction between the faith enacted by people through religiosity and the faith enacted by people through ideology. As in to me, all everything that I think is garbage about faith and sun-shootable is evident in uh, any sort of uh, is, is evident in any ideology.
0: I think the biggest difference is uh, in, in sorry, what was it? A, a religion and ideology. Yeah, I, I think, think for me the, the, the distinction is um, examination. I feel like if you're in if you're living within an ideology and and functioning, you know, meeting its rituals and requirements and operating according, you know, to what you expect is important. I, I think it's much easier to never examine that than it is to never examine a religion. I think that's... Which is th- not to say it's easy. No, either, but I... But
1: and that's why I think, yeah, I, yeah, ideology is insidious in its own ways. Yeah, that are, that I, are Worse I'm, than religion. I'm
0: desperate to put ideology last whenever we get to <laughs> yeah. that.
1: I can't wait. I'm, I'm pretty keen to. And, yeah, and I think... Let's just say, I think that if you, if you can imagine a world where ideology could be good and i don't know if i can it's like the idea of um you know it's the fact that unlike religiosity it has there is more potential to actually make it do empirical testing of the things but then but that's not what the ideology does the ideology says that oh yeah um this person has these these persons or people have worked it out and done the empirical testing and you just believe that they have yeah. and um you just you just believe like the one thing that i see across all ideologies all ends of the political spectrum is just the bunch is just It's just a, it's a tool. It's the tool that it is that you're giving to people is the idea of, it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to analyze this. Yeah. It's the opposite of interrogate. Yeah. You have to, you have to just, you have to just celebrate the fact that it's been interrogated and sorted out, which to me, that's where, you know, it's huge Venn diagram overlap with um, religion in that way. By the way. Wouldn't it be good to kill everyone who didn't have that ideology? <laughs> exactly, exactly, right. While you're here, would you pick up a gun? That's it. But um, yeah, and, and again, like it's similar the the argument loop that you highlighted in religion as well, which is like, no, we're welcome. You know, I don't. Just, we we love gay people. Join our church. Um, just, just but just know that you have to um acknowledge that gayness is wrong. Um, but you know that's that doesn't. But we're not exclusionary. Yes, yeah, sure. ideology has that as well. Like as in yeah, yeah it's and 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 it's uh. And to me, it's a subset of faith. And yeah, again, we're s- s- jumping back off ideology. Um, to me, like, yeah, the idea of faith as uh, it's you know, if you if you don't have the idea of faith, i.e., being able to invest in the truth of something without analyzing the ev- analyzing in an evidence based way, then you don't, then you aren't able to end up in these uh, mud pits of ideology or religiosity. That's as easily.
0: I think there are two elements that we need to explore before we can rank this. Yeah, okay, I've
1: got at least one in my head, but let's see if we've got the same one. Great.
0: great. Well, the two for me are, one, um, given we can't have exhaustive knowledge, or at least, sorry, rather, we don't have exhaustive knowledge of objective truths of mm. of you know basically all of our lives and existence and, and the never, natural world. And never will, most likely. Yeah, never will, most likely. I think that's fair. Um, or at least I'm willing to accept that um, as part of this. Then is there a role for... Um, For operating in a way that um, seeks to have a framework that extends beyond those realities, in the hope of of certain outcomes.
1: Yes. Now that I feel that we've thoroughly, now that I've brought uh, my goal was to bring you as far over to the trashing of faith as I could. So now that we, now I could just do the contrarian flip and go, well, yeah. The the fly in the ointment for me is the idea of the imagination space and the clear, evident, evidenced basis. of using the human imagination and, and thinking beyond what we could reasonably say might happen based on immediate evidence in, and uh, mod- you know, just, just the idea of, of modeling and imagining things. I think for me, that is
0: potentially mapped better in a different way. Like faith yeah. attributes a sort of motivating exactly. direction. Yeah, And
1: and again, is it like to me, faith fundamentally, it just keeps coming up. And I don't think this is quite so much faith as thing as it is religion or um creation myth or things like that is the idea of, yeah, it's, Leading on the idea of it's like, oh, we haven't, there is, they have an answer and it's this answer. Um, which to me is why um, I, it, it's, it's why I cut down on most, uh, it's why I, I come down so hard on things that I look at as magical thinking in the world is because usually to me they're not about imagination or, Wild open thinking They're about closed thinking And mm. giving answers Yeah And, and so sol- You know Back sol- rationalisation yeah, yeah And you know And I motivated understand Motivated Yeah And again I understand The concept of solace Will have to rank separately And Like I have a lot of empathy Towards the idea of solace I want solace mm. But uh, Better know. to
0: seek it In uh, r- I, I the realms like of of the things that you can I, I, understand. I of.
1: I get better outcomes with that. I certainly think there's arguments to be made. Yeah, it'll be its own episode because I think there's arguments to be made for different, getting it in different ways. And as you say, um, having the most real you know having the most real sense of what's going on doesn't necessarily lead to the best mental health health outcomes. But at a societal level, I still feel like if we could, I feel like faith has been actually super useful. Or in a lot of ways up to now and I just think it's a it's it's an idea that is it, it, but it's always had tons of collateral damage and it's and it's I feel like it's super useful if you want a society if you want a, a species in a society that lasts for a limited amount of time mm. um, that's around now like if you yeah I feel like if you want society if you want a society that thrive that expands and thrives until about now and then all starts to crap out then fate's great <laughs> I, I feel like if we I think we just need an updated operating system to to take us, you know the that comes off a more, and you know,
0: I feel like it's a macrocosm of the individual as well. Like I feel yeah. like you know individuals can achieve great things in a rapid period of time, you know, but they're like like uh, a car driving off a pier. You know, they they yes. can continue and keep going, and what a great amount of force they had. <laughs> yes. but the, the pier's gone. Exactly. Yeah. Yes,
1: very good. And um, yeah, I feel like um, but yeah, going back to the idea of the argument, yeah. So I feel like the argument for faith in my mind was things related to the idea of just uh taking intuitive leaps or taking leaps of confidence and optimism. And again, it's just sound that just feels like optimism for me is a better engine for that. Um, and I, and I still want to do optimism as a separate episode, but I feel like one thing, I, 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 not as its own thing. Cause I feel like sometimes when things exist as kind of binary ideas, like I feel like when we do optimism, we should do an optimism pessimism episode. Okay. And there's a few things like that, but we can talk about that later. Yep. Off um, mic. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do we have enough? I mean, we can keep talking about. Well, there's one more yeah, small, the, yes, small so element.
0: It could be a quick one. Yeah. Um, but what about the the benefit that faith provides people who are without hope, like um, people? P- perhaps they have a terminal illness. Yep. You know that they they got one month to go, or something like that. They know that their faith enriches that period of time for them. Can can that be achieved in the same way with other handles? Like can optimism and and hope and and, other words that better capture an equivalent rewarding experience? My
1: hunch is that it's very personality-based. Like, I feel like as in there, as someone, as, as someone who's like gripped by mortal terror every waking mm-hmm. second and mm-hmm. just doesn't want to, doesn't ever want this, my consciousness to cessate, I know that there are other people who are completely chill about it. And so I feel like in, in that case study, the idea of what might provide people solace or calm in that, like, you know, there are people who are, there are people who have faith and are still probably feeling a lot of existential terror in that moment. And there are people who don't, and are fairly chill. And I think there's a lot of intersectional factors, um, yeah, I don't feel like I have reason to believe that the only thing that is going to make them feel better is um, is a mytholo- is is you know is a codified mythology about what's going to happen after they die. But that's very easy for me to say. And also, well, it's
0: just hearing you say it, like you know, I can imagine there are plenty of other things that are also like that are also really useful in times where you don't need a grounding of reality. But that doesn't mean that that's a, a good. Uh, uh, piece of everyone's toolkit for to build yeah. a good society or live a good life like you know maybe a huge amount of morphine is great should that's we have it. a huge amount of morphine all the time probably a, not
1: well is, exactly but but you know that's a great point i think we'll get into that talking mm. about other topics because i feel like a lot of peop- there's a lot of um a lot of people's apocalyptic thinking is about the idea of like oh well we can't just narcotize ourselves and i'm sometimes i'm like, well, Probably sometimes that would be a great if thing to do. That's the best thing to do. As in, well, as in, you know, I think a lot of people. It's this scary idea that we'll get to the point in society where we understand so much about the human brain that instead of doing all of the things that we do in life, we'll just spend our lives just pushing on the right bits of our brains to get feelings. And so, already happening. Well, it's yes, arguably, and so and and we're rushing more towards it. But but at the same time, whether or not that's good or bad entirely depends on your narrative frame. Yeah. It's 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 you know it's a bit spooky for me because it's not my but you know maybe if you but if you came up you, you know how hey, you could make me feel better about it just push on the part of my brain that would make me feel better <laughs> about it um, but yeah i i i mean look short answer do you do i think that sometimes it's a perfectly good and reasonable thing to lie to someone about something to make them feel better yes like I am an artist and go and see other people's shows uh, <laughs> and they come and <laughs> see my you shows. You said you love my show. <laughs> you didn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> you respect me too much. <laughs> oh God. If people, you know, if people come and see my show and they don't like it, um, they, you know, I'm sure I'm like I'm such a ham that I'm just glad they were there so they can mm. happily critique it. But if I was the type of person who was going to be upset if they, you know, and they lied to me about it, I yeah. think they would be doing a perfectly reasonable thing. So it's not that, you know, just upholding the, uh, the most uh, stringent reporting of reality in all times and all places is, you know, I'm not arguing for that, mm. but, um, I, yeah, but at the same time, yeah, I just don't, Yeah, none but of the, the whole
0: ideology that can capture people's lives and, and remove them from the tracks of truth. Yes. You know, for their own comfort is
1: not my vibe. No.
0: And, uh, uh, nor, nor mine. And when I see it happening, I detest it. And, um, I will be delighted to put faith last, sight unseen. What's at the bottom of our list at the moment?
1: Uh, genius. I feel you know. I was I came pretty hard, about against genius, and I yeah, feel like faith is worse. Yeah, right, faith is yeah, worse. It's,
0: it's more. It's a more harmful trash idea.
1: Yes. Excellent. Great. Um, yeah. Well, we got to the end. So that's on our list. That now has two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven items coming in under genius, which was just under jobs in the mail. We have the idea of faith. Our new bottom. Can you beat it as a bottom shooter? Please. Get in touch. Mm, yeah, get to our
0: c- Facebook page, Rank Ideas. That's probably the best way to reach us at the moment. At the moment, yep. Great. And tell your friends to listen to the podcast if you like it.
1: Thank you. And uh, yeah, so we trashed the idea of faith. Merry Christmas yeah, from Rank Ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you soon. See you soon.